California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We started off just me and Greg saying, I need a hat. He goes, your hair looks so funny. You may want to consider putting on a hat. Like, <laughs> I like how you say consider, as if like, so now the whole show, I'm going to be self-conscious about my hair. Thank you. For, thank you. For uh, well, listen, that, that's why I said it. If anybody can take one little nugget and just ruminate on it for too long, it's you. Uh, I. Uh, that's why I wear hats. I wear so many hats because I just don't want to. Fu- Sometimes I just don't feel like fucking all the time. I, I realize why old guys wear hats. Because I just don't want to fuck with my hair. I don't want to comb it. I don't want to fucking go deal with it. I just fucking like put on a hat. Well, I have stress. I pick out my hairs when I drive. Ooh, ooh, so, like, yeah, working, that's a bad habit. I'm working on that right now. Uh, but I'm in Florida. I had shows all week. Uh, I, I've been like, I've been doing a back to back to back run. So it was like, I set up like two days in Boca and then went to Naples and I'm going to Canada on Thursday. I'm just doing a crazy little run. Um, last night I did a show and it was like, you know, it's like, I don't know, 100 people, but it was like, there was these like, Russian lady and some other girl that was like young with some like not young like in her 20s with some old guy with a mustache who looked like Mr. Potato Head which is what I, I like said and so it just didn't you know how you see these people like doesn't make any sense you're like what is going yeah, on yeah you're like how do you people know each other what is this a recovery group what do we got yeah <laughs> right it looked like a recovery group and of course she said oh uh we're married like the the, the, the pretty one with the old guy so right away, I'm like, well, hey, boy, you know what that story is. That's a pretty easy one. Boy. So then the lady, the Russian lady goes halfway through my set. She goes, hey, you, you kind of funny, but why don't you join our group? I'm, I'm like, I'm doing a comedy show. She's like, no, this is my extended family. Come sit with us. I'm like, I, I, I can't. I'm telling jokes. <laughs> and- I'm doing the show you came to see. She had never been to a comedy show before. She come was, sit in our group? Yeah. She's like, no, 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 you're funny. Come come here. Come have a drink with us. I'm like, I'm telling. Then she then I start talking about like my, my penis. She goes, let me see your penis. I go, I'm not going to whip out my penis right now. She's like, no, no, no. She gets up starts walking towards the stage saying, get me. Let me see. Her. I'm like, man, you Russians know how to invade people's space. Like I was, you know, just. Nice. I was, I was like, this has got to be a good one. I was like, what no one, you know, I got to give it to you. Adam, no one's faster than you. Nobody. It, was, it was just like the whole time. And then people were like, I'm, it looked like it was a female Borat. You know, like it looked like a female Borat. Come on, let me see penis. Like it was, it could have been a real person. And she was kind of not even like. She's kind of attractive too, which made it even. I like, was going to say when you say female Borat, that doesn't say attractive. But the way she sounded, though. Oh, the way like, she sounded. I thought you said she looked like a female Borat. I'm no. like, so she had a really big mustache. Is that what yeah, happened? No, she. It, it was just hilarious. She kept getting up and walking to the stage, but everyone else kept like was like crying, laughing because it was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And but I was just like, I hope she doesn't try to grab the mic because that's the you know. There's a certain point where you just like I've had to like I've had people come to grab the mic and I've had to hold it up like it's a game of like yeah, like you're holding it away from the child. Like nope, no, 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 yeah, I know it's so annoying. <laughs> so that was, like, give me the mic, let me take the mic. No, no, I'm not gonna let you take the mic. That's not happening. Yeah. Then there was another girl who came to the show the day before, a cute little couple, like they were younger in their twenties, and um. I was like, oh, you have any tattoos? She's like, yeah. I go, what do you have? She goes, I have psycho on my lip, on her inner lip. <laughs> she had psycho. I was like, yeah, no red flags there. I mean, psycho. And I was like, oh, that's, I, I have path on my penis. They should meet. Psychopath. You know, like I was just, but. Sure. That's, was, again, no one's faster than you, buddy. You're so great at that. It was like, so that was that. And then, of course, like, I did a show on Friday and it was like one of those gigs where like, I mean, maybe there was 30 people. It was just a light crowd. It was, and I mm-hmm. brought 29 of them. It was, there were was like, it, was it a, uh, was it, was it a weather issue? Do you think, or was it just not a well-promoted show? It was this theater at the Kelsey theater in Florida and Lake park. And for some reason they're like, we just can't get people comedy who can't see comedy. They're like the last person here had four people. The last had seven people. The last had 10, like, they just can't seem to get people to show up to see comedy. So of course, this guy Johnny Eblen, who is like the Bellator champion, this guy's a monster. He's the only guy that ever comes back at me online, really. Like okay. I wrote a joke. I'm like watching Bellator is like banging a chick with a hairy bush. Like not my first choice, but I'll still do it. And then he writes back, kind of like your comedy show. So like he got me. He got me a good one. Right? Of course, that's the show he comes to, right? Of course, like. He can't do empty one, right? But then he, but he was crying, laughing. He was, and he, he, he's like half Korean, so I was like making like, oh, are you half offended at the Korean jokes? And he was, he was actually pretty cool. Like he was actually cool. Then there was a guy, uh, Nate the Train, came Saturday night in Boca. Nate oh, the Train. Oh, uh, was it Markwart? Is his last name? Ar- no, no, uh, Nate the Train Landwehr. Landwehr, uh, right, right. There you go. It was him. Tall Steve came. Uh, Linton Vassell. And this guy named Dustin Lampos, who uh, or Lampros, undefeated kid. He's nine and zero. He's get, he's waiting for the UFC call, and during his free time, he has a business where he catches ca- child predators. <laughs> like, so he made a video on his on his Instagram. I didn't realize this was a business. <laughs> I can't wait till the uh, American Career College commercial. For their Catching Child Predators program. <laughs> Are you tired of repoing cars? Do you want a career that's going to really mean something? It's time for you to think about tracking down kid touches. By the way, we have Henry Cejudo. I'm glad he's out there. I'm glad. Oh, is he really? That's amazing. Yeah. But I, I'm glad he's out there. I didn't know it was a real. What's, uh, what's, that, what's the pay on that? Do you get a... <laughs> So, no, him and his friend, right? And his friend, who looks like the skinny guy with tattoos, who looks like every guy in, like, those die-hard movies that the bad guy... You know the evil villains always had a guy that ran the computers? Mm, and it was like, mm. always, like, either a skinny, nerdy black guy or some guy that, like, was, like, a, you know, 100 pounds, but, like, knew all the... And he was mm. always the guy to break into the vault. Like, he was... And, you know, so he looks like that guy. A tatted version, of course. And that's what he does. This So this guy is in is it some kind of computer thing so but the thing is when they catch these child predators they can't physically touch them 
so he he so he he caught this guy in like a, a Walgreens on third on Friday. Night. What, do they, what do they have? Like they shoot a net at him or something? Like <laughs> they have a lot of silly string. They silly string them to death. What do they do? I wish McCorkle was here for this this conversation, uh, or or Don. Oh, Don. Um, yeah, I wish Don were here. But please continue. All right. Uh, so hold on. So try try again now. Try again now. Uh, to launch a meeting or a sign in now. Um, uh, this is always the best part of the show when we try and fix the technical issues with the fighters. You 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 got it right in right. Yeah 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 yeah. All right. So it's, it's telling him to either launch a meeting or sign in. Um, oh, oh, here we go. All right. There we go. All right. Here we go. Boom. All right. So, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's going on? I got you now. You got me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I'm saying, uh, I was talking about my, my, my weekend. So this guy came to my show, this guy, Dustin Lampros, who's like 9-0. and We're going to get him on the podcast. So he's uh he's nine and oh he started training with Woodley, great, you know, young fighter, good fighter. But his other job is catching child predators. But right. it's like him and his buddy, his buddy is like really good with computers. So the night before, he but they're not allowed to touch the guy. They they the, the guy met them at like a Walmart or like a Walgreens, like some kind of aisle at a CVS. And then he starts yelling at the guy, hey, you're looking for your 13-year-old girl? And starts listing everything the guy is going to say. And then they started making the guy do push-ups and jumping jacks, saying, I won't touch 13-year-old girls. All right. <laughs> I'm surprised Chris D'Elia would go along with that, but go ahead. So there's... Oh, Sorry. So there's, a... so there's a video. Yeah, so there's a video of the guy doing jumping jacks on, on his uh, Instagram page. Uh, saying I won't touch kids. I won't touch kids. <laughs> it's like this is what this is this guy's business now. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I'm, I was gonna say I should have waited till now to make the Crystalia joke and said that Brendan Schaub was suddenly started doing jumping jacks. Also, because we heard Crystalia was doing them, that would have been a better punchline. But too late now. They're, they're both they good. both work. Good. Both good. Both they good. both work. And I again, I don't see the pay structure uh, in calling this a business. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I'm glad he's doing it. But if you're not doing it for money, it seems like you should just beat the guy's ass. I mean, I, I, I mean, why drag him into a place with cameras on and make him do jumping jacks? I mean, I get it. Maybe they're monetizing the videos. Maybe they put the videos online and then, you know, you got to sit through an ad about, you know, Mass and Gill and then you get to see... A kid touch or do jumping jacks. I don't know. But maybe, uh, I, maybe he's billing him as a personal trainer, and which is good because you always want your pedophile's rapist to be bigger and stronger. If, uh, if that's possible. what I was thinking, what if the guy needs a workout? He did, and then the right. guy goes on a whole thing just to get him a favor. I love it. the guy. The guy evades police, and he ends up thanking him for that uh, cardio regimen he was taught. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I find it hard calling this a business. I, I, I was like, can't the guy just run away? And he's like, yeah, they could. I don't know if the guy realizes he can run away. So I guess one of the guys said, hey, instead of calling the police, can you just punch me three times? And uh, he said, he said, no, he wasn't. I bet he would choose three. Like he could have just said one. Can you just punch me real quick? Like he chose three. So I feel like he would, I, I guess, you know why? He would have enjoyed the first two. Right. He's not a good negotiator. So then, so then this girl Olive came. This girl Olive, her name is Olive Power on Instagram. 
total smoke show, right? So she's a professional masseuse at like strip clubs. And she also trains, uh, you know, they know those girls that give you back rubs at the strip club. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I've never heard of such a thing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I've only recently heard of such a thing because I did that private gig for a strip club for their holiday party. And this one woman, she's like, oh, I'm the house masseuse. I'm like, is that me? you? The official jerk jerk mom? You're the jerk mom? Is that what it is? I don't get it. So this girl's super hot and she has like a, a tattoo on her head, though. that says, fuck you. But not like like on the side of her head. Like, I mean, like literally, you know how those girls have like, like literally, uh, and uh well at least you know what her limits are in terms of a massage <laughs> <laughs> and it was like as opposed to the one that figuratively says fuck you on the side of someone's head she literally had it <laughs> <laughs> and then she ends up uh she's like hey i'll come to you, i'll come to your show and then she's like do you want a massage in between shows uh, like i'm sure <laughs> I'm sure my wife is gonna fucking you know love that one you know uh hey I got this girl gave me it's like it's like Mayweather had that when Floyd Mayweather came to my show he he had a girl her whole job was to give him massage his head for an hour and a half uh during the show that was her yeah can I tell you there was he can massage yes. his whole head in about 15 seconds. And he has the tiniest <laughs> head ever. That's a lot of expecting a lot for a, out of a girl to find an hour and a half's worth of work there. You got to earn it. You got to work for it. Greg, Greg, I saw there was some clip of some dude showing up. He's a boxer that showed up in a tank, like a, like a giant truck tank to his fight. But it's a giant truck. And then this tiny little fighter got was a tank with a guy named Tank. Is his name Tank? The guy Tank who fought last Saturday it was like undefeated boxer, who's like that must be him. Is he? But yeah. is he like featherweight? He's like one thirty-five. He's a monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, no, no. That must be him because he showed up in one, and it's his giant truck. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, who's getting out of this truck? And then this tiny little man got out of the truck, and I was like, you realize the tank makes you look smaller. Like maybe you should drive a Miata. Uh. So. But yeah, I, not I, that he I, couldn't destroy me. I'm sure he is a tank. But oh, I mean, kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I mean, it was a big fight, and apparently he has like four. I looked him up. He had like four million followers. The guy's a fucking, yeah. you know. Apparently he's a superstar. I just don't follow boxing because you know the way that I follow UFC. So I just wasn't aware. But I just thought it was pretty. So, uh, so by the way, Olive, if you're watching, thank you for the offer. And I and I know she didn't mean it sexually. By the way, if anyone's listening, she's not that kind. You of know, it's bad if uh, you had taken her up on it. You also would have had to deal with uh, Popeye and. <laughs> Brutus or Bluto or whatever his name is afterwards, so that would have been a problem. Good um, point. Good point. Olive oil. I told, I told my girlfriend one time if I was a uh, Popeye, people would think I was racist because I really hate black olives, and uh, she didn't get it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I feel like mm. I feel like most of your joke people don't mm. get until like no. a week later. Sometimes like <laughs> like a month later, I'll think of a joke you made, I'll start laughing hysterically to myself, and I'm like. <laughs> I didn't catch it. See, I, on the other hand, get the jokes and try not to laugh <laughs> because I don't want to appear like I agree with the sentiment. Brad no, doesn't want the collateral, collateral that can't. Colla exactly. I don't need no, the collateral. Help, find funny. Sometimes I find No, but you are hilarious, dude. You know, I think you're so funny, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I, and then my friend DJ Platypus came who, um, He's Jesus dude. Christ! What is what is this life you're leading? Jesus, so, the characters you got. You know what? This you are a reality show, and you need 
you need a camera person with you at all times. This is pure ridiculousness. So, so DJ Platypus, he's the DJ over at, at like Tootsie's, right? He's like the main guy. And uh, it's, it's okay, like- Okay, what is, what is Tootsie's? Tootsie's is like the best strip club in Florida, right? Okay, uh, see, all this adds up to perfect. Go for so, it. But How are their masseuses? Uh, <laughs> pretty good, but oh. I didn't go this because my wife asked me not to go, right? And I wanted to go, but the last time I actually took my wife there, right? And uh, and I walk in, I'm like, I never come here, I've been here once or twice, you know. And then there's a huge flat screen because there's like 30 screens, one's big, so I sit there, and DJ Plata goes, goes, Welcome back, Adam Hunter, and then puts fucking welcome Adam Hunter on a huge screen, like literally on like. <laughs> It's like an IMAX, you know. Didn't they do this the last time you were there when you went with your wife? Didn't they do that yeah, when you were there with your yeah, wife? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. And she's like, "You must be so proud." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm very, very, very proud." Um, well, you went back. You're not that. You're not that. No, upset I didn't go back. It. No, this time I didn't go back. This time I. Oh, didn't I thought go. you did go back. No, I hung out with platypus. We went out for just went out for like uh, uh, a late breakfast. Eggs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we went to a diner. Uh, <laughs> Now, um, by the way, so I did a show on uh, who picked up the bill. Platypus. Okay, I can't, I can't with that. Sorry, I actually uh, was going to say that Greg and decided not to. I was going to say, I see, and that's why when I said it, I was like, I can't believe I'm filling in the blank on this one. I can't believe everyone just let that fucking the platypus like, thing. Just... Did you guys eat duck? Like I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, so Wednesday night I had a show. It was was it foul? Okay, so we're stopping. We're it, stopping. It, come on, no more, no more quack ups. So Wednesday night, <laughs> I ended up going with. Uh, I did a show Wednesday night in Hollywood. It was me, Bill Burr, John Mulaney, Doug Benson, and uh, and, and what's his name? The guy Pete, Pete Holmes were on the show, right? It was uh, one of these things is not like the other. Hey, hey, <laughs> I've been that every time I'm at the improv, I'm that guy too. So, uh, Bill Burr, by the way, and we were talking about, about Bill Burr, he opens with Dana White jokes, right? So, Bill Burr did a joke about how he, he was like, you know, talk about Dana White, now people want him canceled. And they're like, he needs to make a video raising awareness to domestic violence. He's like, I think he already did, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we are aware. Everyone's aware. Highly aware now. Good work, dude. Dana has been this aware since Ray Rice. Good work, <laughs> dude. Dana has been posting videos of his slap fighting league on Instagram and Twitter, and the comments are ridiculous. Oh my god, I bet. Like, I, is this oh, where you got the idea? Yeah. Like someone's like, does OJ have a stabbing league? Uh, that was that might have. That, that, that's like, actually a pretty good joke. That's actually not bad. Yeah. But like I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know what because now now there's like a women's caucus of California senators that want Endeavor. To, I, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know. Um, I like the strategy. Just ignore it like it never happened and continue on. Like that's what it seems like. Uh, even with Rogan apologize for the racist stuff, I wish he would have just been like, nah, I'm not going to apologize. Good luck, you know, or whatever. Like, it's, uh, I think if you just, what are they going to do if you don't apologize? Like, what are they, literally, what are they going to do? Like, I think he needs to stage a thing where he saves like 50 women in a fire or something. Like, he right. pays, the, he pays the guy off. 
<laughs> like to like shoot up a women's center or something. And then he's walking by at that time. And then he just runs in and tackles the guy and beats the shit out of him. And he's like, fuck you. That's not how you treat. Like, don't you think that like, that it would, would be, be awesome if they like they face their face caught fire and he had to smack it to put it out. Like he would just be like trying to put the fires <laughs> out by smacking them all. Like that'd be great. And he's wearing a power slap shirt, like while the while right. promoting his advertising. Like, like that's a great idea. That's so. Oh my god. There should be fucking... a guy. There should be a person you hire for this, like somebody that will just take the fall for you. You know, like, like a- <laughs> you know, that's what he should have used as his excuse. Not that he hit her. Oh, no, no. There was a fly <laughs> like- on her cheek. And I don't, you know, it's like, I, don't mind. I just, you know, I'm trying to kill the fly. I didn't even think, oh, it's on her face. <laughs> but don't you think there should be like a company where like, hey, you know, like a guy who's like, you know, doesn't mind doing time or something or or somebody that like you hire to like save and then. You know, like I like 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 one of those guys. Like I, I honestly thought that what's his name was like Kevin Holland was like somehow connected to all those. Like everywhere he went, a crime was was being committed, and he just started like saved everybody. It didn't seem a little ridiculous after like the fourth time. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah, he's I, 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 I'm pretty sure that could be an auxiliary business to hunting down the pedos that you can't touch or arrest. <laughs> <laughs> It's a separate it, wing. Yeah, it should. What we should name his company like sort of, sort of a hero or uh, almost save or something like that. Like I'm telling you, like Sean, that um, my that insurance company, right? I called right. The guy, like from my house. The guy crashed into my house, and they were right. a lot of money short. They, they 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 weren't covering all of it. They said they were going to, but I was calling every single day. Every day, I'm calling. I'm leaving messages, guys. You have to, you know, uh, you know, you said the money's going to be in. Finally, I, I, Saturday, I had some time. I went on Instagram, went on Twitter. Here's the company. That. Dude, Saturday afternoon, I get a phone call from the guy. Saturday afternoon. Hey, man, I'm really sorry. We, I dropped the ball. I promise you. The, mo- the money came in so- like Monday morning. All the money. Sometimes right. you just got to put them on blast, man, especially since you have a lot of followers. I guarantee you they saw it. Looked at your profile, saw the number of followers, like, oh shit, and then fucking quickly tried to rectify the situation. That's the way it goes. It took my wife six months of harassing them and nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden, like, there, there needs to be a company where, like, of social media influencers were like, hey, you're getting fucked by people. <laughs> like, don't that's you know. not a that's not a bad idea. That you know, like a get results, you know, social media <laughs> network Dude, I used where to people pay. Some- I've offered I've offered like five hundred dollars or thousand dollars for the best most original negative comment left on a uh, company's website, like about my situation. So they have to say, yeah, just like you guys did, Sean McCorkle, you know, or whatever. And this, you know, and it actually works because you get some people out there like you don't owe me any money. I'll just do it for free, like as a fan, you know, or whatever. And then before you know it, they've got. 500 complaints in an hour and it's like you know how people are they think if youtube if they get four complaints like oh my god we're gonna google's gonna have to be shut down these four people are upset you know like uh th- that online stuff is powerful man if they think uh like i said i had i hadn't believed that i was actually going on joe rogan's podcast just coincidentally and i was like you guys are getting a three-hour commercial he doesn't know that's what it's going to be but it's gonna be a three-hour bad commercial for your uh, insurance company. I'm naming you all by name. That's why I kept telling them I'm putting your name first. We're going to talk about you, your kids, your personal life. I was like, it was a, uh, but uh, all of a sudden they, it gets results, man. I know it just sucks because it actually was like, I got sad about it because I'm like all the people who don't have those social media following. Right. Yeah. 
fuck. Like that really, it didn't, it wasn't a, oh, I'm happy I have this. It was like, you guys can't be doing this, people. Dude, yeah. I thought when when that guy basically told me what would be about a seventy or $75,000 loss to me, you know what I mean? Like it put me 75000 down. I just thought most people that aren't me would just say, well, there's nothing I can do. They just would just like more passive people would just take it. And I thought about all the people they've stuck. When I ended up talking to the actual insurance company, they hadn't even heard about it yet. Just the local agent was trying to hide his mistake and said, yeah, I mean, there's just nothing we can do, you know, because he didn't update the billing thing. I mean, it's just you weren't covered. There's nothing we can do. And so when I got a hold of the regional manager, um, for the entire company, the insurance company. Um, she was oh, like, guess what? Yeah. Yeah. She called me from vacation. She's on vacation. Like, wait, what happened now? Like that or whatever. And I was explaining, she goes, yeah, that's not how we do business. I was like, well, it's, it's how he does business, you know, like that agent or whatever. And she goes, we had, this isn't even in our system yet. And I was like, yeah, because he was trying to see if I would just walk on it, just trying to stick me. And it doesn't even affect him. It doesn't cost him a dime. That's what's, that's what's so sad about the whole thing. You know? Well, this guy goes, Oh, I dropped the ball. I'm like, dude, you dropped the ball for every time. Come on, man. Like I go, listen, you know, I I wasn't expecting a guy to drive into my house and have an extra X amount of money to just that wasn't like, oh, well, I'm going to save this for a rainy day in case someone drives in my house. Right. You know, it, well, that really wasn't on the things to, to save up money for, you know, and he's I know and you expect your insurance company to cover it. But I'm sorry. I thought Yeah, no, <laughs> bro. Like, what are we doing here? Um, So UFC fights. Kelvin Gastelum is out of the fight Saturday. Uh. He has a mouth injury. Uh, it got attacked. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. it's filled with I wonder, tape? <laughs> I wonder how, how he hurt himself. <laughs> it got, it got attacked, attacked by food. No, no, but but it reacts. Well, we couldn't. Well, that was a contest to jump on that one. Right? That was like a, no, it's uh, actually really bad, though. So it, it Oh, no. And, and if it is, I am very sorry. Because oh, we love here. Kevin here at the show. He's a great guy. And, and if that is the case, Kevin, we wish you nothing but the best. And that's his tooth got knocked out. His tooth got knocked. Here, I'll, I'll try to find a picture of it. So but, uh, sewing it back in, which doesn't seem like the best idea to me. I don't know. I don't know if you, but I did see a video of it getting sewed back in like it was patching a jacket or something. Yes. And then he has something on his face, which I thought was blood. But now people are saying a staph infection or like MRSA. Oh, that sucks. To which, uh, oh, sorry about that, Kevin. Man, that, of that, course, we got Conor McGregor make jokes, but man, that sucks. So then, you know, Conor McGregor then all of a sudden posts, like, you know, hey, you fucking dirty asshole. Like, because I, I guess something else happened with him. Like, remember, he had like something on his back, some kind of staff or something, or like he had something on his back, dude. Where is he training? It sounds like somewhere wherever he's training needs a fucking disinfectant wipe, Jesus. <laughs> Do we have uh we have Henry Zahudo on the podcast? That's his tra- that's who he trains with. So what we, we we could ask him. Um, but yeah, but Kevin's Kelvin's in pretty good spirits. I actually texted him about it. Uh, you know, because because I before I posted uh the joke about him, um, I like you know I hit him up. Hope you're okay and yada yada. He's and he's also got a great sense of humor. And he goes, uh, yeah, he does. He's a great guy. He really is. I said, yeah, this is the last time he goes down on uh, Angela Magana, you know, like, a, so here it is. Yeesh. Oh, right. man. So it looks like the infection's separate from the tooth thing. It looks like that, right? Yeah. Uh, it's on the other side of his face. I was going to say, it's why? Just because they're eight inches apart? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Henry. Lead you to believe that. <laughs> What's up? Are you coming on? No, no, it's not live. We're just gonna. It's uh, me, Don Fry, McCorkle, and uh, Greg Wilson. 
We're just going to talk to you for a little bit and uh, like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I, I just got to send something out real quick. Sure. Uh, so I'm I'm at the post office, so it might be closer. You know, it might be too, I might be ten minutes late. No problem, brother. Whenever you can. Okay, sounds good. All right. Ah, uh, man, he's such a nice human being. Like this whole cringe thing, I think was a mistake to be honest, because he really is like the nicest all American guy who came from nothing. I mean, I don't know if you know his story, but he his dad was like a crackhead in jail five or six mm. times. He didn't have a bed, his own bed, till he made the Olympic wrestling team. They bought him a bed. He slept with like his wow. siblings. Um, and he just, I mean. Well, that's just, uh, as, a, <laughs> as, a Latin, a little... as a sorry, as a Latino, I can tell you, that's just called being Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that he didn't have a matchbox with a little cotton ball in it till he was in on the Olympic. <laughs> oh. His sister, his sister just beat cancer. Um, uh, she's a beautiful woman. He came to my show. I mean, the guy's had a lot of tragedy in his life. And uh, he was the only one to win the gold medal on a team with uh, Cormier and Ben Askren and just straight killers. I mean, uh, Cejudo, uh, Don Fry, how are you, by the way? <laughs> that, that lines up. That's about right. Okay. Nope, he's okay. talking to the dog. He's talking to the dog. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. God. Listen, listen to that. He, he's tongue kissing his dog. <laughs> Is it, what, yeah, yeah, he's making out with his dog. Don comes, oh. he comes, he comes thirty six <laughs> minutes late. Says, "I'll fuck." Makes out with his dog, smokes a cigar, <laughs> and, and now he's off. He's off. He's, and now he's we off. lost him. That's, we lost. that's the first time I've ever ever heard his voice not sound gravelly, like talking to his dog. I was like, "Wait, yeah. that's Don Fry." <laughs> Dude, that shows you you know what though i mean that's a window into the heart of don fry he really is such a good guy and he really is so gentle and so nice and you really get to know him he's really one of the best he's really a sweetheart yeah you know and i think that was kind of a little i mean hopefully he doesn't tongue kiss you the way he does his dog but aside from that he's very you know he's a sweetie everything he does though is like uh he's like a, a bad guy in a western like, like yeah. er everything he says, it's like they're all six words or less, and it's the funniest shit you've ever heard in your life. It's like yeah. everything that, like, it's like I watched Die Hard for, for like the 80th time, but like Bruce Willis had so many fucking throwaway, like, you know, even, you know, Yippie Kaye or blah, blah, blah. That's Don Fry's entire, like, yeah. <laughs> Don, how are you, man? Okay, partner, how are you? Good, 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 good. Uh, your Wi-Fi is not terrible, but it's not it's not great. I got to be honest. Um, not so good, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just... Uh, sorry I'm late. Just got back from the doctor. Okay, how mm. are you? Is, is that a cast on your hand? Is that a cast no. on your hand? No, just a... Meanwhile, I talk to Mayhem in jail like three times a week, and the service is ten times better than Don Fry's. He's actually, he's <laughs> well, actually, he's working with landline. He can't do better. Who's actually free? All right, so uh, so Kelvin's out of his fight. Uh, Sean Strickland is taking his place. Sean's oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's the first fighter to ever headline back-to-back -back UFCs. I was about to say, didn't he just fight a little bit ago? Like, okay, all right. Um, yeah. And didn't he, he lost, lose? Didn't he lose? He lost to the killer gorilla. 
That's right. Uh, yeah. It was uh it was a but he he won the last two rounds. I think he just lost the first three and he just got off to a late start. This this is the guy that in sparring goes hundred percent, hundred and twenty percent, talks all kinds of shit. Uh you think it's gonna be an amazing fight, and then somehow just just doesn't fight like he spars. Sean, do you think you fought you fought better or worse than when you sparred? Uh, always fought worse. Uh, sparring, that's what uh, I was one of those guys who was great in the gym and then had no cardio and no couldn't fight at all to save my life once the fight started. I'm getting confused on who <laughs> Sean Strickland is. Was he the guy that uh got in a fight with a guy that was a grappler that tried to break his arm during sparring? Yes, and that guy died, by the way. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that guy. The- but Strickland just lost. He just won a fight. You said I thought he just got knocked out. Oh, no, no, he, no, he no, just no, lost. No. Yeah, no, he got he, he got knocked out by Pajara. Right. Uh, in a fight that he decided to go kickboxing with the greatest kickboxer in the world. Although that was his last fight. He's fought since no. then. Yeah, he fought mm-hmm. uh, Cannoneer, the Killer Gorilla. It was a main event, and it was a pretty uneventful uh, fight. It was it was a good fight. It was close, but it Strickland turned it on in the in the fourth or fifth and got really mad that he lost fuck the judges blah 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 but it was one of those things where like i can't believe he was cleared to fight after that knockout so so quickly i don't know how long that's been but usually you're out for at least nine months after a knockout like that six to nine months you know like i don't know yeah i mean i guess you know he's the guy he was on like a nine fight winning streak he was he's but he he almost gets more attention for like he he drives around and gets the fights of people on like motorcycle on his motorcycle. He's tra- he, roid rage. He's you know he's always right. tweeting crazy shit. He, We've he, all been there. He, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, but next level. Also in bare knuckle boxing, Diego Sanchez is fighting Austin Trout. Austin Trout is a former world champion guy who fought on the highest and highest levels of boxing. I don't know what Oof. they're thinking. Uh, what. I mean, who who is managing Diego? Do you know? Like, is it someone? Is it, it's not that one idiot still that hung him upside down and smacked him, right? No, no, no. But I don't know if his new manager is doing him much more favors. Doesn't sound like then. But I mean, Diego Sanchez in bare knuckle boxing. I mean, even a guy against Melvin Gallard or against some a Joe Riggs, somebody who's not a professional boxer, right? Um, who is a, a wild man. <laughs> I could see that, you know, you're like, oh, this would be fun. Why would you put him against a guy who is a real fucking, bo- like a real boxer? So- yeah, why is a real boxer in bare knuckle boxing? <laughs> right. Because, because- I mean- if, uh, if they do at least let him do elbows or something to even it out a little bit, man, you know, like something, let him, uh, God, just straight bare knuckle boxing and against a pro boxer is not usually a recipe for success, man, if you're an MMA fighter. No, I don't know what people are thinking. I mean, it's just, I, I- uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, you know, you hear bare knuckle boxing. I feel like you can get away with an elbow. <laughs> they're probably not gonna. Probably not I feel gonna like they're not gonna out. stop. Stop, guys. This is bare knuckle boxing. Okay, <laughs> there's no elbows. We are regulated by the North Dakota Athletic Commission subsidiaries. <laughs> uh, so they're saying that Michael Chandler is gonna fight Conor McGregor. Uh, Dustin Poirier, who's fought both of them, he favors Connor over Chandler. Uh, I, I so does Connor steroids dealer. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the good news is that fight, even if it gets announced today, is still six to eight months away from happening, regardless. Because supposedly going to work through the cycle. The, yeah, yeah, you got to be in the pool for six months, and uh, I don't think he's off cycle yet. So he better 
He's going to need three months at least to clear out a system, another six in the thing. Wait till you see what happens to his body once he's been on it, and then he has to go off for nine months. That would yeah, be. So do you think you'll have? Do you think you'll have the the tits? Do you think you'll have the little the hanging titty thing? Uh, probably if he's not getting them now, probably not. But it's it also depends on how good his chemist is, man. They they always you know they always say that the the really good the really rich guys can afford chemists that are always a step ahead of everybody. I was gonna say I'm sure he has the best. So. Yeah. They went out when they had Vitor when they were checking him every day. His testosterone was still running at 1300, which is twice that of a high level average man. So he was still beating the system somehow. So. But Sean, you don't think that with uh this whole Dana White thing. And I guess Endeavor's stock allegedly was down and all that. They're not going to be like, we need somebody to come put some money. Oh, I'm sure he might He might get the Brock Lesnar treatment where he comes in like, oh, we have the right to waive that on a special occasion. So Connor's fighting in uh, 10 days, you know, something like that. But, yeah, they need, they need him right now badly. They need something to uh, – you know, it's a short news cycle, man. You know, the, something else is going to happen. Kanye is going to do something. Something else crazy is going to happen, and people forget about Dana White pretty quick. Uh, it's always, uh, you know how it is. It's always something new, man, every three days. No, you're right. Don't forget about it. Something else will pop. Um. So, yeah. So, and then also we got fights this week. Uh, Raquel Pennington, whose wife, Tisha Torres, is pregnant. Um she's uh she's she's carrying the baby how do you who 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 decides you think in the relationship who gets to carry the baby how do you think they decide that this boy what do you want us to walk into here man (laughs) you're just gonna set a trap you're just gonna set a trap and let us fucking walk into it who do you think how do you think they decide you go ahead you get canceled they're both athletes right they're both like high level athletes both tisha and so it's not they both have careers probably rock paper scissoring that might be the one of the best jokes i've ever heard uh that might be magnificent that's tweet worthy man that is tweet worthy yeah worthy holy shit that's a good joke feel free to keep it because i uh heard you use it because i'm afraid my son watches this show on occasion so i could never plus i'm banned from twitter so it doesn't matter that is a great that is a hilarious i think that is going into adam's next fucking ufc special i think that i think that it's also a joke that lesbians would fucking cry laughing at that. Like that's such a sure. that those are always the best jokes when like you know you make an offensive allegedly offensive joke, but you I know feel like I feel like our audience right now is like wow, like that was really I mean McCorkle, you, you you really came through on that one. That was that was the best punch you've ever thrown. <laughs> <laughs> My regret is it didn't have anything to do with Shab. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's a that's a brilliant joke. Um, now Jake Paul is now in yeah. the, he's in the PFL. Have you guys heard mm-hmm. of it? Uh, he somehow also owns equity in it. So you got God, I knew it. I fucking knew it. When they came out, I was like, so what you're telling me is Jake Paul bought the PFL. <laughs> I knew it. The second I read that, that's all I could think was there's no way he's going in there to get treated fairly. You know, he doesn't, he, there's no way they're going to, he's going to let them treat him like every other fight. And I love that they go, he has a professional boxing record. What professional, <laughs> according to what organization, Twitter, YouTube. I, uh, oh my God. Like, yes, he made money, but I don't know. Dude. So he came out, he, he goes, he goes, I've already, uh, you know, I forgot the word he said. He goes, his his promo was hilarious. He's like, I've already disrupted boxing. Now it's my time to disrupt MMA. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 
But see, this time I got to Listen, these guys are fucking smart. I got to admit that because at least this time, because the problem we had before was he's fighting people with no, you know, that aren't connected to any actual uh, boxing organization. And now he's like, so to, be, so to prevent them from saying that about me in MMA, I'll just buy an MMA organization. <laughs> and then look at me, PFL, want a million dollars. You know, if they no, want to be in a tournament. No, they're doing a special fights for him. Like, kind of like... They, of they course! Would, I was just of course, you don't put that. the CEO... Yeah. You don't put the shadow CEO into the fucking tournament. No, no, no. So, uh, Anthony Pettis has already called him out in the PFL, uh, which is... by Pettis is like 155. I think Jake's like 190. That still wouldn't even be a... But whatever. I would still take Pettis in MMA over Jake Paul any day of the week. Uh, Tony Ferguson has offered to train him. <laughs> <laughs> And, and uh, what's he gonna train him in? How to catch fists with his face? <laughs> it's like the like a Trojan horse. Like he's gonna come in and get get even for all the MMA guys. Like I'll teach you yeah. how to fight. Exactly. That'd be great. He just beats his ass in a training match that no one ever sees. We just he hear about it. They're both ACLs on day one. So Don, did you hear about the uh the uh, Jake Paul thing? Uh Don? Mm. <laughs> Okay, so God, God, if you guys are watching the video of this, I mean, so I, I pray he's awake. Uh, yeah, uh, right, so <laughs> yeah, so Jake Paul. Now, I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know who they're gonna put him against. I I say bring in CM Punk for the first one, right? I mean, he has no MMA. Well, he he has two fights. He's zero two. But what why? Why? He does have, that, he does have he experience in fake fighting, though, which is what also the Jake Paul has. Yeah, well, that's, the truth right there. that's what I'm like. Why would you serve him up a cream puff? That's all he fights are cream puffs. But they're not going to put so him against the Dagestani this. guy. I mean, who are they going to put him up? So, uh, well, here's what happened. Also, Mike Jackson has been cut from the UFC. Uh, Mike Jackson, the guy who beat CM Punk, who just got beat up by Jake Shields. The Did they end. tell him to beat it? Oh my God. <laughs> See what you started, McCorkle. See what you started. Well, they said, I'm sorry, your fights just aren't through. <laughs> well, it's crazy that he's also, M Michael is black and white, but it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, oh my God. I, I remember when that whole first thing happened. I was on Ariel Hawani's show and he almost cut me off for this. I said that uh, I hadn't seen that many blows laid on a punk uh, by a guy named Michael Jackson since uh, the investigation. Oh boy. Ranch or something, <laughs> oh. something like that. And Ariel was like, all right, all right, that's enough. It's online if you guys uh, still want to look it up somewhere. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I would constantly get threatened to be removed from his show like mid interview. So, well, it's crazy about Ariel Hawani, right? And I look, I. Me and Ariel, we so I saw him at the awards. He was he was very nice, very nice. And I told him, hey, you know, gave him a, a mayhem update because I know that that's how that was our connection. And you know, he made a video about Dana White saying that like when I guess remember years ago when Ariel got kicked out of that UFC event because he was going to spoil the Brock Lesnar news and UFC kind of banned Ariel from events and Ariel was was like crying on on his show. And then Dana made a thing of like you know what are your kids gonna think. Blah, blah, blah. And he, Ariel said that always stuck with him. Like that always bothered him. All the things that Dana said, that bothered him. So now he goes, I throw it back to you, Dana. What are your kids going to think, right, about what happened? And I'm like, if it bothered you for six fucking years, just take the high road. 
Like, don't then throw it back at him. Like, no, I think it's a very valid shot. I think he's allowed to take that shot, and he was just waiting for the opportunity to present itself. I there's something about like I don't know. There's something about feeling good about actually. If something really bothered you for six years, why then? Why not just go? All right, you know. Yeah, I think it was because Dana recently was uh with um. Who's the the Patty whatever his name is kid? Patty, he was on his show or something. Patty uh, and they were trashing Ariel together, the two of them. So I think the uh, wounds were opened fresh again, like because uh, they were on there trashing Ariel, saying he's fake and all this. I'll tell you what, he has, Ariel hasn't returned my last two texts, so he better be either change his number or get back to texting me, or he's going to be next on my uh, list uh, with Shab. Like me and him were talking about when he went off on Shab, laughing and joking. Uh, because uh, they were saying uh, they were saying he won he beat Shab like instead of ten seven he that he beat him ten like to one point seven because that was a uh, Shab's rating on his comedy special um, on uh, <laughs> IMDb or whatever they was like man that round went to Ariel ten to one point seven like they were just going on and on but uh, yeah he still trashes Shab all the time so me and him uh, have that in common. So Don, I tell you guys, I've listened to one episode of Ariel Hawani's show, and it was the mm-hmm. most boring thing I've ever listened. I couldn't even finish. I mean. I, Listen to maybe 10 minutes. It felt like an hour. I, I, is anyone else bored by his show? He's boring. Isn't he boring? I think he gets really good guests. Who he's got on. I think he has good guests. It's one of those things where he gets... he. It's oh, like, he gets all the best guests. Don't get me wrong. He gets top tier guests. But I, I just... He himself... The, when he goes on... I don't know. I found him to be incredibly boring myself. So, uh, by the way... So, Don, uh, we're going to catch you up on the... Some yeah. Stuff. So Kelvin Gastelum is out of his fight. Uh, he knocked out his tooth in sparring or something. I think it's sewed back. I think he might have what? snap action on his face. So. Oh, jeez. How do you fucking lose a tooth sparring for a fight? I don't know. You know I mean, don't wear your mouth, your guys are supposed to go. Your guys are supposed to, your guys are supposed to go 50%, you know? And... They're there to get beat up on, you know, uh, to make you better. They're just moving, they're moving targets for what they are. What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You always find the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting free contests, and live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events. Bet Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Mm. Now he also. Now, I think he might have some kind of. St- Did you ever get staffed? All that right, was Don Fry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> we love right. him. So, we yeah. we only got to you only get him in small doses. So, but we're uh, lucky to have him. So yeah, so that's uh, so that's the that's all the MMA news really. Uh, that's that's going on the, the Mike the Mike Jackson the Chandler the Raquel. Uh, Pennington. I mean, I'm excited for fights. It's been too long without fights. They fucking spoil us. You got to fight every single week, bang, 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 and then you get a month without fights. And then look what happens. The whole, 
the whole place. That's like, like I'm hoping WME divests from the UFC because maybe then they won't feel this need to fucking oversaturate the market all the time. You know, yeah. you it know, was I a far actually, more balanced presentation before they got involved. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry. I, no, I actually, uh, I actually uh, discontinued my ESPN Plus service because I looked at uh, when their next fight was. I did it about a month ago. Like, when is your next fight? And I was like, when is the next pay per view I care about? And it was at least eight to ten weeks away. And I'm like, I'm not paying fifteen bucks a month for the next three or four months waiting for something I want to see on there. Cause I'm not going to watch anything they offer other than that, you know? So I really did just this. And plus you can always, I mean, I've heard you can get free links on the internet and watch it. If, if you're only going to have one fight per card, anyone cares about anyway, why not watch it for free on a, you know, a stream somewhere. And uh, every now and then it locks up. It's kind of like Don uh, Wi-Fi. Like it's a, uh, it's better than nothing, you know, watching the stream. <laughs> But, uh, it's uh it's funny yeah, too uh, on those on those sites there's like this this window of when the video is available and then but then playable and then taken down you know like right. it's this yeah. little like like 36 hour window like it has to have been done but also the ufc has somehow not figured out a way to not shut it down yet it's a very short window where you can see a lot of those so i found have- i found you can watch it for about the about Eight hours after the event, the first that, it, watching it during the event's tough because they've got I don't know I don't know if it's overload or what. So if you watch it right after it's over, for about an eight yeah. hour, you're good to go. So. That's usually what I'm looking for too. Is that little window when it's posted and it's finished, and maybe everybody else is logged off, but before it gets caught by the UFC and they track it down and get it banned somehow. So it is a pretty short window, but you can if you're if you time it right, you can see most of it. So War Machine commented from a uh, prison. I guess he was Phil Baroni's roommate for a while. Um, he said that he, he tried to get Phil to find Jesus and give himself over the last couple of years and Phil refused. And now this is, this is God's plan for him, I guess. Uh, um, uh, I don't know what God had against the girl that he allegedly murdered. That would be a weird plan for God to have, but, uh. Yeah, maybe he was talking about maybe he was talking about his roommate in prison, Jesus. Maybe he just got things confused, and it's just because of the uh, you know it's online. You read it wrong. He was like, I tried to get him to find Jesus, and it just didn't. Uh, Jesus couldn't get a hold of him. So, uh, so uh, Jesus runs yeah. the cell block. So and also he got married in prison. War Machine. The girl's kind of hot. Like, what <laughs> is it with these women that want? Wonder where they him? went for their honeymoon. <laughs> 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 What is it with these women that want to marry a guy in jail? Like that way they know where he is at all times. Like, like, like I don't well, understand. Bad, and they say they know that he's not cheating on you, but that's not guaranteed. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not hundred percent guaranteed he's not cheating on you. Like, uh, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. Some of these guys are something else. Um, they, uh, I, I think it might be a dependence thing because the guys in that situation, you know, I mean, they have very few lifelines going out, and they really just need someone to answer the phone that they, you know, and I feel I like they, from the they, guy perspective, but the girl, I mean, this girl, that's what like, I'm saying. I think they like someone that needs them to be there for them. You know, that will always need them. They will always reach out to them. That will always, you know, so I think there, there's a bit of a, 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 a thing there in terms of like a codependence, you know, let's not, let's not forget about, you know, the inflation has hit the commissary just like it's hit everywhere else uh, in our lives. So uh, them guys definitely need those girls to keep depositing the money on their books. How does she even find him though? Like, like I don't even under like it's got to be a mental illness. Sorry, like a, a girl that's going for a guy in prison, and you're like, that's the guy I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna see him. these prison guys. Apparently, it's a whole thing, man. There's this whole community of women that are into these prison dudes. I don't know why, but it's I, it's 
I bet you there's a dating site for guys in prison. I almost I think there me. is. I really do think there is. I think there's a dating site for it. I'm not searching it myself on my devices, right. but I believe <laughs> that there is. Oh, can I tell you? Oh, my God. Can I tell you guys? I screwed up so bad. So on Friday night, you know, sometimes we do this little online poker game. And, you know, it's not. It's what, 20, 30 bucks. And we Venmo one of our guys, you know, to 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 tell him, hey, you know, to send in the money for the games. So uh, I always put something ridiculous in the memo, you know, like butt stuff or something, you know, anal bleaching, something silly. Okay, so for this, oh, I'm so dumb. I, I put in the memo, I put Taliban monthly dues. And uh, needless oh, to say, the funds got frozen for a few oh, come days. Come on. <laughs> I'm not joking. Immediately a screen comes up is like, this cannot be processed. This has been sent to review. Your account's on hold, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it was a joke. I'm kidding. I'm a comedian. I'm sending all these fucking notices to customer support. I'm just like, it was a job. I'm a comedian for real. Check out my social media. Like, I was backtracking. So I'm, oh, I might be on the launch list now because I made a stupid joke on Venmo. But, you know, it happens. God. Uh, so, Don, I, I got banned from uh, entering an army base one time for the same thing. They asked me if I had any ties to Al Qaeda uh, or whatever the <laughs> ISIS and ICA. Yes, but I keep all of my contact with them off base. I would never do it from base. They wouldn't let me on the army base. It was like uh, on one of them trips that I went for the troops or whatever. They would like literally, the guy said, I can't let you in now. And I said, Why? He said, You just admitted you have contact with ISIS and whatever the Al Qaeda. And I said, Dude, I was joking. He said, Doesn't matter. I said, Well, who would say yes? He goes, it's not about that. Whoever says no, that's a, a felony in addition to whatever they've got going on. So if you lie to that person, if you are associated, they can throw more charges on you. So, um, yeah. You no, know, I got I got That's really one of the benefits of this podcast. No matter how big my gaffes might be, McCorkle's <laughs> always there. About that. To it. top it with something astronomically worse. <laughs> so thank you, Sean, for always being there for me to pick me up and make me look less stupid. Don, why do you go to the doctor? He couldn't hear. He's having trouble hearing a bit. His hearing. His hearing. I feel, you know, I feel terrible because it's such a Don, honor. why'd you go to the doctor? I was hoping we'd do the podcast. They got pretty good internet there. <laughs> it's such an honor to have Don on the podcast, right? Like always, always. But then he comes on, and then I talk to him, and there's a lag, and then he doesn't get to talk, and I feel like, and he's gone again. Like I feel like I fucked up somehow, you know. Um, but uh, no, no, it's just the internet. And there, I wish there was. I, you know, I think it's about you know where he lives. Obviously, he's out, you know, a little ways out. I think it's just about that. Oh man. So uh, I don't know where Henry Cejudo is. I don't want to. I, I don't. If you guys want, I could do a separate show with him. Unless you want to stay. I don't know where he is. Says he's. At the I, you know, I'll let you do a separate thing with him, just because you know. I mean, you do the best. You do the majority of the interviews. He's your buddy, and uh, you're great at it. It's fine. So Sean, what, what do you got coming up? Um, still nothing. Still waiting on my insurance adjuster to come out, and so they'll give me my money. Um, I have gotten like thirty pieces of mail from them begging them to please understand that it's covered because i think they're still getting some of like the like residual stuff of me contacting people and emailing people and whatever they're like oh, we, we told you it was covered like i don't understand what the problem is so i just let them worry about it so um yeah other than that that's, that's good it. yeah let them uh, yeah let them twist right yeah, twist the wind a little bit. i had the same thing i'm like should i take down the video of me blasting them once the money came in or let them be annoyed by everyone still shitting on them but i, I, I took it down i'm like they they did pay. So you pull Ariel Hawani and just like 
get revenge on him in six years over it. <laughs> yeah, just wait. Exactly. Just wait for them to screw up again and then get right back in. I mean, there, I, I Greg, I, I do see your point, right? But it's just like, uh, I don't know. There's something about like him being the, I, I get it though, because if he was the bigger person, he wouldn't be able to tell anyone about it. <laughs> so like, right. like, like it's, it's hard that like, if he said, you know what, Dana, he fucked up, you know, Normally it's a good it's a good way for you to pounce on you, but you know what? Get your family together, get it together. This is not the way you should be acting. Let's move on. Like maybe that would have been a, but instead now he's like on this campaign of calling out all these people and calling out the press and calling out this and calling out that. And it's like, uh, I don't know, man. That's that, that is the, that is the culture that you know social media has uh, developed. You know, I mean, and for better or worse, obviously sometimes it works in our favor. You know, and being yeah. able to get actually get a giant company to fucking pay attention to you. You know, but then sometimes it works against us, and then we use it to just attack each other all day. So you know, or, there's or, pluses or and minuses because you think everything that you say. Like I'll say something, and then I'll go. How could somebody twist that word around? To get me fired. Oh, yeah, I know. Listen, every episode, (laughs) every episode, I'm like, this could be it. But what what do you got coming up? I uh, this Saturday, I will be in Bakersfield. You know, I've worked in Bakersfield a couple of times. Every time there's a club there that I've I've tried to perform at, you know, there are like 11 people. Then I perform at this place. It's called Brooklyn's Barbecue. And it's sold out. It's uh, every time I go there, it's 120 people. You know, so if you want to come to the show, it is actually almost sold out. So, oh, is he coming on right now? Are we getting him right now? Coming on right now. Oh, wait a minute. Now, stick around. There there he is. Look at the champ is here. The one and only. We are talking to a guy who won the gold medal. Won the gold medal as well as was a champion in 125, in 135, I think he would have been at 145. But Volkanovski didn't want to fight you. Uh, yep. How's it going, Henry? Yep. Uh, it's going great, man. Enjoying this beautiful weather in Arizona. Yes. Now, now, do you think Volk Volkan and, uh, versus Islam? Who do you think wins? Um, I think I think it's an easy fight for. Uh, I think well, I don't want to say it's easy, but I think uh, I think Islam. I think Islam gets it done within uh, within. Three to four rounds. Why? I think I think he beats him to a pope. <laughs> Why is that? Gets I, him on the ground. I, I think he I think he beats him like OJ Simpson. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there you go. Thank you, Henry. All right. So, he, so now is it because he's bigger? Is it a case with two good guys? One guy's is bigger. Uh, no, I just think styles. I think I think I think the bigger bigger. By the way. Adam, bigger isn't always better. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course tell of course, that. To, course. I've been trying to tell my wife that for years. <laughs> right, but it's. Uh, I just think stylistically, it's just the just the styles are just different. Nobody has put in uh, Alexander Volkanovsky to the ground. Nobody has a top control like a guy like Islam. And I think mm-hmm. Islam could have beat. I think Islam had a better chance against Oliveira. Or any guys, anybody, anybody at 155 pounds, but a dominant style of top control like like Islam. I think it's uh, I don't know. I just I, I think I think it's just gonna I think it's just gonna be too much for him. It's gonna be it's gonna be too much. It's gonna be too much meat for him, Adam. 
Sean, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you the same thing, man. I think he's too uh, skill-wise. I mean, when you got a guy that's that much bigger and he's at least equal in skill, if not far superior, I think much better wrestler for sure. Uh, I think he dominates and I think he'll be on top and beat the shit out of me. Now, uh, Henry, have you trained with those guys from Dagestan? Yes. Yes, I have. Now, yes, I have. And really, what they're doing is not Dagestani wrestling. You know what it is? It's folk-style wrestling. They're using American collegiate-style wrestling where they use top-control wrist ride. Yeah, they're naming it because of Dagestan, but really, it's it's what Bo Nickel does. It's yeah. what a lot of these guys do. Like, they're still in that style. Like if Now, okay, now let me give you an example. Now, if Islam was to get a better wrestler than him, that's a folk-styler, he wouldn't be able to get it up from him. You see what I'm saying? And the other guy would be able to get up from Islam. There's levels and there's styles to it. But it seems like these guys just have like bear strength. Like they just grab onto you and it's a different, like when I, when I talk to um the guy who fought Khabib, I talked to a kid from Long Island. What's, you know, uh you know, who am I thinking of? The guy from Long Island who, who after- Smiling the, Sam Alvey? No, no, after the dolly was thrown into it, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Uh, real estate, real estate guy. Why is yeah. why, why am I blanking? Um, he was Sarah's guy, Matt Sarah's guy. Yeah, Matt uh, Sarah's kid. Wait, what's, ah, Al's, Al, Al Iaquinta. When Al Iaquinta told me he fought Khabib, he goes, listen, I've wrestled D1 guys my whole life, but this is a different kind of strength. Is, was that, is that, is that your experience too? Uh, I'll probably say it's like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like prison strength. You ever felt that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt prison strength. <laughs> and hopefully never will. <laughs> For real? Like Yeah, like, it's different. It's different. It's different because these guys, I mean, I mean, they're they're Muslim, so they eat really clean. So everything that they do, like these guys are legit modern day fucking warriors. Like what they just it's like it's like the Pokemon. Like this is this is the way these guys treat it. They're trained, everything what they do, it's a hundred percent hours that all I do is talk about, you know, me, it's, it, it could be too much for a lot of people, you know? So these guys, like, they always try to emphasize on how is it they can get better, whether it's strength. I mean, Khabib has these guys literally do a whole practice for two hours of just top control. That's it. Wow. They'll legit just have, they'll practice about a few times a day, but they'll have one practice where it's just legit, just top control controlling the wrist, tying up the legs. You know, it's like yeah. uh, it's like the way you would uh you know freaking try to you know kidnap somebody. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I, I didn't uh, even... now that sounds Russian. Now that's the Russian angle right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though? You bring up the diet part of it and I think that's the most unique angle because I don't think people really talk about it or even think about that. But you're right. I feel like that that would be a major advantage in terms of developing that kind of but is the way they do according to really they eat clean. You're right. Yeah, they they eat clean. They sleep right. They're uh, you know obviously they we all know they pray. You know right. They don't party. They, they don't, yeah, they're they're not like, drinking. It's uh it, it's something bigger than themselves, and I think you got to give credit where credit is due. Yeah. You know these guys understand that it's it's at the end of the day, man, it's for their God. You know what I mean? And it's uh and I think that's what also makes them super dangerous too, because you know. <laughs> a lot we'll of pent up. <laughs> a lot now, of pent up now, energy. Now, Henry, when you retired, right? You retired. Were you seriously like, I'm done? No, I was like, I'm done. Psych. 
<laughs> no, no, I, I was done, bro. I got, I was really done. You know, I, I lost my virginity, and uh, you know, I wanted to have a kid soon right after. And uh, now, now you know, by the way, just so you know, he's so full of shit. Everyone that I know who knows him, Henry was a puss hound. He was that. Nice. He was that. He was that guy that got the hottest chicks that no one assumed. No one saw him coming. Literally, they can't see him. He's, he's that small. But but he's he's literally everyone's overlooking him, like literally and figuratively. But I heard I heard it was like when you were on the Olympic team. I know from the the guy whose name is like the Strangler, the guy who beat you. What's his name? Yeah, the last yeah. guy. Who beat you. Yeah, Nick Nick Simmons. Dude, the first thing he says to me, he goes, "Do you know how much pussy Cejudo got?" Like, and it, it was. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that it was everything that Bruce Buffer pretends to be to hide his real uh, orientation. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so, let me, let me just say this, guys. I I I I ate out a lot <laughs> <laughs> while standing up. That's how. That's how. Uh, no. <laughs> No, no, no. But, th- but people ask me, like, is Henry done? Because they know me and you are friends. And I'm like, dude, the kid came from nothing. His entire life is, was he could have went the other way. He came from nothing. He was an amazing wrestler, made the Olympic team, did not go to college, was a four-time state champion, two-time in different states, which is almost unheard of. Then he went right to college. You won the Olympics. Then you went to MMA. You won the belt twice. He needs a break. Am I am I right in saying that? Yeah, and plus for the first time, you know, when you lose your virginity, man, it's like it really is like warm apple pie. Okay, you did you not know, lose but, <laughs> being serious. But it was, but it was, you know, it was, it was, it was just about three years going on. By by the time May hits, so it's going to be three years. It's been the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. You know, I became more of a business. I became more of a businessman. You know, obviously, you know, us minorities, I got my credit score up. <laughs> you know, who, got more, who got more ass? You or Uriah Faber? Oh, Faber. Yeah, well, Faber. I could, well, I could tell you. On this his right chin? Now, he, he got more chin. <laughs> uh, but Henry, Henry, did you need a break? Was it, were you burnt? Was this a burnout? Was it on an astronomical level? I felt like an STD. That's why I stepped, that's why I stepped away. For real? Uh, that does burn. It was just, it was one of those burns, man, that just... But it then, hurts. but then you're home. You have a baby. You got a cute baby. You got a hot Brazilian wife, uh, and now you want back. Now you got up to like 180. Um, I'd say so. You know, freshman. Welcome 15. to the club, my man. Welcome to the club. Yeah, freshman 15, right, guys? You guys know what I'm talking about. Freshman 515. Um, now <laughs> were you? Uh, was it now? Now you're probably at what 150. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like around I, there. I'll say I'll say one fifty and a half, just because you know I'm short. Right, of course, of course. <laughs> you gotta add it. So I mean, you look you look good. I mean, so now we're definitely you're back in the pool. You, you, you're ready. No, is that the kiddie pool? Yeah, of course. <laughs> now, now, Al, today, Aljamain said, he, "What did he said? He he heard his he heard his what? What happened today?" Aljamain oh, he heard his he heard his vagina again. Yeah, is that I like why? <laughs> Now, have you ever? Have I, you think, ever I think he tore a tendon in his vagina. You guys ever heard of something like that? I, I, I have heard that, but now, have you ever trained with Alchemy? No, no. Um, how do you think you match up with him? He wouldn't. He wouldn't go past two rounds with me. Three rounds. I'd stop him. 
You stop him. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, I mean, he's got good wrestling. He's got good defensive wrestling. He's got good jujitsu. He's got, but he's got bad credit. Oh come on! <laughs> oh man! Oh boy! I do have a serious question for Henry, which is odd coming from me. Um, I want to know, besides losing his virginity, what happened to the guy that lost to Demetrius Johnson, and then all of a sudden he's unbeatable at any weight class? Like all the like it just because I thought he would beat uh, Demetrius when the first time they fought, and then when he lost, I was like, man, Demetrius must just be that much better than everybody. And then all of a sudden, I don't think you lost again after that, did you, Henry? I think you beat everybody after that at any weight class, right? Everything brought my credit score, which I'm still working yeah. on. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, I, uh, what was the difference besides losing your virginity? Really, this, to I mean, that's a hell of an improvement, <laughs> man. To 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 lose to a guy at 125, and then all of a sudden you're beating guys at everybody at 125 and 135, and probably 145. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing was like I always tell people all the time, you know, bullshit aside, you know, I like to have fun. I'm corny. I'm a cornball. I'm a corny ass. But deep down inside the, the deep the deepest layer in me, I'm just a competitor. So after I lost to Demetrius Johnson, I, I did a I restructured my career. I let a lot of my coaches go, pretty much uh traveled the world. You know, I went to uh I went to uh I went to Korea to learn Taekwondo. I learned to uh I went to Holland to learn uh to learn you know Muay Thai, Dutch kickboxing. I went to Miami to learn Spanish, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> you know, I did every, I did everything literally in my power, man, to do that. You know, I went to Brazil to go learn how to take steroids. Ha! You know, Hair. but what I'm saying is, I went out there and I, 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 I learned from the best. You know, I learned from the best. I, I, I humbled myself. I was, uh, you know, from, from you know, being in Europe to literally flying straight to uh, Brazil. And uh, just gone for months, bro. At that time, I didn't have any kids, man. So, you know, so I'm going to have to disagree yeah. with you. If you think you're right, favor got more ass in Triple C. I'm about to say you're wrong, Adam. Hunter. Yeah, of course, of course. Ooh, I, don't know. I mean, he, he's pretty legendary. Ass. He's pretty legendary. Now, did you go by yourself to these places? Um, yeah, um, a lot of you times. Had, you had a shot, but no, right? I, <laughs> yeah, no, I had, um, I, I went with a couple of my friends and coaches. So I had like my mentor who pretty much, by the name of Dave Zowan, who, uh, who you know, who I think he accepted from my driver because the Middle East. Yeah, that's the guy I met. But, that's the guy I met. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so he, uh, you know, he's he always flipped the bill. You know, kind of helping me out with my dream. And I think I think that's the biggest thing, man. I think where a lot of guys tend to make mistakes is they're loyal to their coaches and to themselves. But in reality, you know what you have to be loyal to? You have to be loyal to your dream, because when you're loyal to your dream, you'll do whatever it takes to get there. And I think that's just the biggest difference. It's uh, it's the it's the inch game, and uh, the oh, inch game like, is what I was is wondering because Henry came to my show with like his sisters who are all smoke shows. By the way, they're all tall, hot Mexicans and uh, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Um, and he has this guy with them, and he goes, "This is my mentor." I'm like, I I've never had anyone introduce him to the, like your mentor. Like, what the fuck? So that dude foot the bill, and then when you got money, you paid him back. Uh, no. <laughs> the first part was right. And you're wondering how you can't get your credit score up. Yeah, no, mama didn't raise no food, man. So, so you can't take the Mexican out completely yet. So, you know. Bills are like anything else. You either pay them or you don't. That's <laughs> that was the advice my mom literally gave me when I was moving out of the house. <laughs> 
Bills are like anything else. You either bam or you don't. Like, all that, right. that is hilarious. So, um, yeah, all right. So that guy helped you out. He came with you. He, he hung out with you. He was your mentor. But then what did he get in return? Um, a handshake. <laughs> he is, you are the most, he is the most mysterious human being I've ever met in my life. Like this guy, like one day he's in Chicago. Uh, how's it going? I'm in Brazil. Oh, I'm in Thailand. All within like 10 hours. You're like, I'm like, what the, f what does Henry do? <laughs> now, now you have a podcast with Mike Tyson or you had one with Mike Tyson. Um, mm -hmm. Mike Tyson seemed like the nicest guy, but a kind of like a pit bull where like, you just never know exactly where you're at with him uh did you ever get worried about saying the wrong thing or you ever see him blow up on anybody or you ever see that look in his eyes no oh yeah hell yeah no i've gotten a few of those looks because well by the time you start spending a lot of time with mike tyson you start to realize that uh he's everything that we thought he is you know he's a fucking you know he's a killer he's the nicest guy in the world he's a philanthropist he's a fucking he's a kid he's a big kid you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's all that. And I remember one time particularly, and I think they edited it out. And, uh, you know, we're smoking, we're smoking weed with uh, Cheech and Chong. Like, we had him on Hotbox. You know, we're all there laughing. And the producer, like, because nobody could tell Mike shit. Like, when Mike wanted to end it, like, we would end it. But the producer always looking at me, be like, hey, man, it's like, you know, the show's fucking, you know, it's getting a little stagnant now. So he kind of he gives me the thing, like, wrap it up. So I'm like, so I'm like, all right, guys. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys for watching all of a sudden. Why does this shit have to be over, man? But why does it have to be over? But then he's like, he's like giving me like those those same eyes that when he was boxing somebody. So I'm just like, all right, dude. Uh, what was your next? I had to kind of flip it and then bring it back and reel them into some freaking other story. And these guys would want to leave too. But this yeah. dude was, you know, we're all hiding on mushrooms. At, uh, <laughs> the fucking podcast going to be like five hours. But it's only supposed to be 45 minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no, I've seen him in interviews, like people asking the wrong question and then they just taste and gives them an answer and they just get scared. Like you just, people just get like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that or it just becomes, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. But I, overall, man, he's, you know, he, he's one of us, man. One thing that I will say about Mike Tyson, he's, he's the most genuine soul you'll ever meet because he'll, he'll tell you what he's feeling. Like he doesn't hold back. You know, I think that's why he's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the way he's always been since he was a little kid, you know. Right. From them, from them killing his pigeon, to him like realizing how to fucking fight because he knocked some dude out because he killed his pigeon, and then somebody in the street saw him and they happened to introduce him to the legendary. His first coach was Costamato, the legendary coach. Like his story is like it was almost it was like almost meant to be. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, um, John Jones, you were training John Jones for a little bit. He posted like my new coach Cejudo. Were you in awe of John? What what makes John Jones so good? His rap sheet. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> His rap sheet of fighters, man. Come on, dude. Come on, Adam. Of course. But when you were training with him, were you? Could you tell he was the greatest of all time or one of the greatest? Yeah, yeah. John Jones has an ability, guys. That uh, that is just like you either have it or you don't. And then some people have it, and then they have it plus some, and then plus more. And that's what John. That's what John is like. I could see how he knocked out Cormier with that right kick. You can't see it, man. You literally cannot see it. 
I get to a trip, and I tell you, as a flyweight, as a as a bantamweight, I'm just like, whoa, I didn't know where that kick was coming for a heavyweight to be able to do that. You're like, Pfft. you know, and, and, and the thing with John is John's a better competitor than he is a fighter. John loves to win, hates to lose, and I think that's what makes John special. Now, Kelvin, you're uh, who we, we love, Kelvin. What my former nutritionist. Yes, of course. What <laughs> happened to Kelvin's mouth and his face? Well, you know, somebody, somebody, you know, stuck a Twinkie up <laughs> in there, and then he, he fell for it. And the next, you know, he ended up get, pop, getting a knee to his face. <laughs> the, wow, that's crazy. He he got attacked by food, but but what happened? For real? <laughs> no, nah, the guy there is they're kind of play sparring, kind of just moving, and then the guy happened to throw a. Uh, the guy happened to throw a, a a kick, but Calvin came in a little too close. He ended up catching the knee. Oh. You know? Yeah. So his, his his the whole root of his teeth was out, bro. So it's like it was like that much of his tooth came out, like literally. Like you ever seen the whole root of a of a no of a tooth is like crazy. Now was that blood or staph infection on his cheek? Um, probably yeast. <laughs> 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 oh, man, Calvin, I, feel, I, feel, I feel bad for Calvin. How's he holding up? <laughs> Calvin's uh, <laughs> Calvin's all right, man. You should give him a buzz, dude. You know I did. I, mean? I texted him. He would. Yeah. He, 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 no, he, put him on your screen. He told me he got it from a, a, a glory hole. I'm, I'm like, thanks. <laughs> now, now, how good is this guy, Jerry? He, he he also trains with you, right? Yeah, Yuri. Yuri makes a great. Uh, he makes the best uh, gyros. Oh come on! Uh, <laughs> no, no. Is he like a monk? Or well, well, Adam, you know what? Hey, Multi-level joke. It seems like it seems like that was <laughs> several levels and layers to that joke. But I could be wrong. Is he like a monk or something? Like what? What is going on? Like he goes to the mountains to to relax or what? What what's going on with that guy? No, Yuri's Yuri's different from a lot of guys that have been able to help and coach. Yuri Prohachka is uh, Yuri Prohachka. He really is like a samurai. Like he takes this shit serious, bro. Like if he has, if it has anything to do with his ego, like this is the same reason why he chopped his hair off. You know, I don't know if he chopped every part of his hair off, but you know, from the from the top because uh, you know, I think he felt like the ego after him. Uh, after him, uh, you know, becoming champion was kind of, kind of going to get to. It was like, hey, I don't want to be recognized. So he chopped, the, chopped his hair off. That's crazy. Where he, now, but, now, but he's, he, but he's gifted. But, but he's super gifted. Different style, different philosophy on fighting. Like he, 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 he read the book, The Five Rings, which is the five rings that tells you, like, if you want to be a good teacher, you got to be a good student. Like it just, it, he does a lot of things that are contrast. You know what I'm saying? Now I, I saw that you uh you 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 train Zhang Welly, right? But uh, oh. but I will say something about Zhang Welly, man, which which is cool, man. It's like we were watching. Uh, she came to my house or whatever. You know, we watch a lot of. Uh, you know, we're watching one. She watched one of my fights, man. And it was just funny the way like she would react to a lot of things that I would do. You know, so we'd watch it. I was you know showing her like my fight with Dominic Cruz, and every time like she would edify me or like compliment, it was like. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take out the earlier part of, of, of leave that in. I'm definitely gonna leave that one in. 
I'm, 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 I'm trying to get Henry. He's like, he did it. Oh my! <laughs> Were you laughing? Were you dying laughing? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I may be exaggerating, but it's uh, <laughs> you know, it's just different the way like they react to things. It's pretty cool, man. That is you know? pretty, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> what now? Was your wife looking at you like, what kind of people you're bringing over the house? Like, why is this woman screaming at the? Oh, she was cool. She was cool, man. What does your wife? Cool. What does your wife do for work? Um, she's a she's a full time uh, she's a full time mom. Oh, okay, that's cool. In other words, nothing. Uh, and then uh, how she? I know she's from Brazil. <laughs> how's she doing with the whole crisis right now in Brazil? Uh, man, yeah, she's happy to be in America. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. That if, if, if people are not careful, man, that shit's about to turn into a Venezuela, man. Wow. You know, it's crazy. you know, when they're out there, uh, you know, when they're out there freaking, you know, trying to sling when they're slinging fish, dude, like slinging commodities, going to other countries and sneaking them in. It's a trip. You know, that, and that's some of the stuff that they're afraid of. But, you know, Brazil's blessed, man. There's a lot of booty. <laughs> <laughs> so only anyhow, speaking about my wife adam I, I, we have a we have a I, I i got i gotta get out of here man yeah yeah you know, my wife is uh you know that's actually you know, not a car that's actually a stolen car right now um now as far as um sean o'malley right were you surprised, yeah. were you surprised how well he did against jan yeah, yeah, I, I'd say so, but 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 Jan was a perfect matchup for him. You know, can you take it to the clinch? Can you take it to other areas where you could hurt him? And I think uh, Sean's a smart dude when it comes to him understanding his abilities and his gift. We might be fighting next. You see, Aljamain is, uh, you know, Andrew, Andrew De, uh, Aljamain's uh, vagina tendon tour. Yeah. So I think. Uh, <laughs> I so that. I think. So I think that my set of something with me and Sean will smelly. You know, oh, smelly. That's gonna be a great fight. That's gonna be a great fight. Are you worried about his power? Uh, no, not at, not no. at all. No, no. But I will say he's pretty precise with what he does. But that's one thing that he doesn't have. And those, those are things that I'm gonna be working, like taking a lot of shots to the body, like every day after practice, just getting hit because he's gonna miss a lot. And I got a big ass head, dude. You know, Mexicans do. We have big heads. We're hard to kind of. Well, I feel, but I'm I, ready. I feel like it's a, it's a great fight for you. But I feel like a lot of people underestimate his power until they get hit by him because he walks around like one night. The guy's a huge guy. He must cut, cut like he must rehydrate 30, 30 pounds. Yeah, it doesn't matter, dude. I, I, the only thing I got, the only thing I have to say to beat him is I just have to whisper, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't underestimate the UFC judging if you fight him. That's what I would be worried about if I yeah, that, yeah, exactly. They want him to win badly, and I'm guessing they want you to lose badly. So. Yeah, that's why I got to put him out. That's why I got to shut his little nice. That's why I got to shut the high trip out, you know? Yes, yes. Well, listen, uh, thanks for coming on the show. He, obviously, you're a friend, friend forever. And uh, enjoy your upcoming week, man. So Okay. For sure. Adam, I appreciate it. See you, Anytime. Sean. See you, everybody. Yep. Anytime, brother. Take care. Yep. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> Such a character, huh? That, uh, you got to leave in that. Uh, <laughs> I knew what he was doing when he set the joke up about her reaction. Like I knew, I knew it was coming. I was like, "What would I say in this situation?" Yeah, I, that's I exactly mean, what I, mean. I. He, I don't think you know. 
<laughs> do you remember do you remember back the kung fu theater on saturday after or sunday afternoons when we were kids like do you remember they would have they'd have those japanese karate movies they would put on tv or chinese karate movies and they would dub everything in and the words never matched what they you know they tried Forever. to make dialogue too long so they would put a lot of huh huh and in between you know what i mean so a guy's lips would move and say 30 words and they would be like i'm going home <laughs> like they would just say that so out of nowhere, one day I'm at the doctor with my brother and there's an Asian couple there with an Asian child who's getting ready to get checked out. And uh, he's trying to talk to us, but he's only like three years old. So he's, you know, vocabulary is not, he only has the vocabulary of a sixth grader in America, um, you know, because he was Asian. Yeah. No. So um, he's three years old and uh, he keeps coming up to talk to us. And my brother keeps talking to him and saying, huh, huh. Like afterward, like when he's like talking to him, like the Kung Fu theater. So I'll know it's a joke, but the little kid obviously doesn't. But I swear to God, the parents knew. They must have known because they were giving us the dirtiest look. And my brother wasn't, I mean, he wasn't being obnoxious about it. He was just being like, hey, he was like, hey, yeah, man, yeah. is that your truck? He's like, is that your little truck? Ha, ha, ha. You know, like just saying stuff like that, you know? And uh, like, uh, just as a joke, you know, for me, so I would know what he was doing. But the parents called the kid back over and were giving us the dirtiest look the rest of the time. And it was funny. One of the funniest things was uh, Vernon Forrest, rest in peace. When he fought that guy, Ricardo Mayorga, who was like one of my favorite boxers. He, ever, he would like come into the ring smoking a cigarette drinking a beer like yeah. he was like he had no technique it was all fucking gang shots punches but he would win and right. i remember he fought vernon forrest and he lost the first couple rounds and he goes to his corner and he had a translator and the translator goes uh that black gentleman hits hard i'm like that is not that's not what he said is not yeah. what he said at all <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm so sure that black gentleman <laughs> i was like what oh man i love that story about that lady that went and did sign language for some like local government thing but she doesn't an actual oh, dude, I, can watch person. I, I was crying laughing yeah and that she, was the funniest like i saw that recently like 50 times like she, yeah, she i saw that i saw it again recently it reminded me of it i was dying laughing because they, they have no idea and she's just back there i mean who would know besides someone that speaks sign language you know so she's not even getting paid for it like she just does right. it on her own just to be a <laughs> just to do it people are awesome Anyway, Sean, have a great week, man. All right, uh, man. I'll see you, buddy. All right, take care. <laughs>